This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? Bad word. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls and hairy butt balls. Suck your big balls and suck your hairy butt balls and hairy, hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls. Can't get it, cousin. How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Bad. Suck My Bad. Right here on... Right here on YouTube, HackerHumming.Podbean.com, RatSellerReview.com, and a litany of other networks. Of course, you can find us on our personal feed. Just search Suck My Balls everywhere on all of your podcast platforms. And, of course, reach out to us on Twitter, on Instagram, on all our social medias there at SuckMyBallsPod. You can also follow us on Facebook at SouthParkPod. And email us at SuckMyBallsPod at gmail.com. I'm your host, the most of on the West Coast, your boy, MSG, and I am joined each and every week by my boy, by my boy. You know, while we're recording this, I just realized this. We are nine days away from when we're going to be able to do this in person. He lives down in sunny Arizona. Oh, that made me lightheaded as fuck. <laughs> Close the window before my neighbors think I'm crazy. Right. So I'm joined here. Whoa, that did make me a little lightheaded. Scoot Jackson. What's up, buddy? How are you today? Good. How are you, buddy? I am ridiculously fantastic. It is my last day off before I return to work for another cycle of another work week, uh, which I enjoy. However, as anyone can i think empathize with when you get down to your last day off you're like ah, i gotta go back to work tomorrow <laughs> right. so, it's like fuck you gotta start the process of getting ready to work again yeah and i still got things to do like i still gotta do laundry and like and i mean do laundry so that way it doesn't build up you know if i do like one load then i'll be good i don't want to do laundry like throughout the week so like I got to do like a load of laundry. I got to go a little grocery shopping. I might put up the grocery shopping now that stores in my area have finally returned to 24-7. Thank God. So like now I can at least go grocery shopping in the middle of the night. 
So I might put that off and then just clean the kitchen and go to bed. <laughs> so we'll see. And then I might just get to the store like half hour before I got to go to work tonight. And because I work at 1 a.m., buy something for lunch, maybe go grocery shopping afterwards or something. So we'll see. Uh, that being said, though, other than that, my county apparently is still in phase one, even though only a total deaths have been 29. Um, I don't know why we haven't even like got into phase two at least or something, you know, but I'm only complaining because I want to go to my comic book shop and the retro game store. <laughs> like <laughs> that's like really the only social public interaction I want. I just want to be able to like walk into the comic shop that has a vinyl store connected to it and a coffee shop and go in there, get a cup of coffee listen to some music on vinyl, read a comic book. That's really what I want to do. And then when I get done, walk over to the retro game store, maybe browse around, maybe walk to the back of the store, drop a couple quarters into some Marvel vs. Capcom. I don't know, Ian. These are just little things I want. You know, I don't, I don't think it's so hard to ask. You know, apparently, apparently, we can't get our act together and we can't get listen, past this. Listen, I'm putting my foot down. I'm taking this personal. My favorite Chinese place is closed right now because it's fucking virus. No. We got to come up with a solution for this. God damn it. I need that food. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Trying to send me donuts uh, messages this morning to make me all jealous and shit. You know what I did after all that is over? Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. I don't care anymore. You know what I did? I went and made homemade fresh cookies. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. nice. Yeah. There you go. It was good. Chocolate chip. Mm. Mm. I made like a uh, half dozen. Yeah. Smashed them. Smashed them. Well, they were mm. small, though, because like, you're supposed to make 24 to make the equivalent of 12. So I made six to really make the equivalent of three. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, cookies. But they're good. A nice cup of Joe that was provided to me by the Brosters, yo. And that's Fuck. because we're sponsored by Russo, bro. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Go ahead and check out thebrosers.com for your bag of Russo Bro coffee. As well as check out Zordasolivefoil.com. And as well as you can also head to uh, prowrestlingtees.com for the Pro Wrestling Tees stuff. And stevierichardsfitness.com for Stevie Richards Fitness stuff. So there you go. You can do that. Or you can also hit up Scoop. Scoop's a certified personal trainer and nutrition guy. So if you just have basic questions, I'm sure he would be happy to answer to you as long as you're not a dick. Mm-hmm. So there yeah, you go. just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. All right, Ian. So let's get into it. This is suck my balls, bro. Number thirty-three, bro. Thirty-three episodes we're on now, man. That's pretty good. That's pretty. I good. caught this with my feet. Whoa! It just fell, and I just caught that. That's what. Oh my god! <laughs> right, let's start this thing. in five, four, three, two. All right, Ian, let's get into it. Suck my balls, number 33. Bro, 33 freaking episodes, dude. Like, that's pretty good. Like, you know, some people don't even make it past 20. Like, or they'll get to 10 and they'll stop and be like, oh, nobody's listening. I don't want to do anything more. Well, you know what? We're at 33. 33. We've gotten through the first two seasons. Only 21 more to go. Should be now. No, I'm just kidding. That's how much we love South Park. I mean, because here's the thing, guys, and people are, you know, consent. Nobody really has criticized us anyway. But I mean, if people did and they were like, oh, you guys, you guys are popular. You don't get a lot of dirt. Like, dude, like we do this because we like South Park. Like, 
if me and Ian weren't doing this podcast, we'd still be probably texting, talking on the phone about South Park. So, yeah. like, this is just us loving South Park, and we're talking about it. If you are watching the show or listening to the show, we appreciate it because we know that you enjoy South Park as well. And that's the main purpose, guys, is just to be like, hey, we like South Park, too. Let's all talk about it. So let's right. talk about it, man. Season three, episode one, Rainforest, Main Forest. <laughs> Good. Very very famous episode of South Park because it has a very high profile guest that voices their own character or voices a character. I'm sorry. She hasn't voiced herself, but Jennifer Aniston plays and voices the character of Mrs. Stevens, who is a choir teacher going to be recruiting children to come help her sing a song for the rich people in Brazil about the rainforest. Getting gay with kids is here. That's right. They're going to get gay with kids, apparently. Uh, now, the Rainforest, Rainforest is the first episode of Season 3. It is the 32nd overall episode. It originally aired on April 7th, 1999. Boys are recruited to a Rainforest Saving Choir um, because Mr. Mackey is on the board of the directors of this Getting Gay with Kids. And he's actually going to be attending as well. So let's go ahead and get started. As Mrs. Stevens enters the classroom, you know, Mr. Garrison's class is, uh, you know, hanging out. They're all talking. Now, Mr. Garrison draws the attention of the children by saying that Miss Stevens is here to speak about her stupid rainforest saving choir tour called "Getting Gay with Kids." <laughs> uh, she's like, "Now go ahead." <laughs> He's like, "Go ahead." So he, so she starts. And um, at one point, uh, you know, the boys are jaw jacking here between Kenny and Cartman and Stan and Kyle. <laughs> now, I mean, we could get right into it, but Kenny has a large role in this episode. Yes, he so does. I'm going to I'm going to ask you, Scoop, do you do you think we should get into what did Kenny say now or do you think we should get into it later? Uh, he's got a lot. So let's do it now. You want to go ahead and do it now? Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Then it's time for what, what did, did Kenny say? What did what did Kenny say? What did what did Kenny say? He's got a lot in this episode, bro. Like this is a huge episode for Kenny. So yeah, let's go ahead and break it down. And his first uh, like line is right here in the classroom. Whereas the choir teacher says, children, we're a national choir called Getting Gay with Kids. <laughs> we're going to do a big tour down in Central America to help save the rainforest. And you can be a part of it. And Kenny says, that sounds fucking screwed. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And the others <laughs> laughed. And then Mr. Garrison yells, Kenny McCormick, you speak what you're spoken to. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, and then, okay, so later on, uh, the choir teacher says, well, I'm going to change the way you think, kiddo. She's talking to Cartman on the bus. And the choir girl is now talking to Kenny sitting next to her. And the choir girl says, my name's Kelly. And Kenny says, my name's Kenny. And Kelly goes, Lenny? <laughs> no, Kenny. Kelly says, Johnny? <laughs> and then Kenny screams, Kenny! <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and then later on in the rainforest, um, <laughs> Cartman attacks a, uh, a, a, it was like a sloth or whatever it was the monkey and he says look you gotta be fair with these people they just like oh no no he's, he's yelling at them out the window that's what it is because he's yelling at them about being poor and then afterwards he says look you gotta be fair with these people they're just gonna stack high and be poor forever right Kenny <laughs> hey, maybe I, hey maybe I did Kenny maybe you're Coach Beacon is that why you're so poor and then 
He looks over at Killy and goes, Oh, that's not you. <laughs> um, alright, there's a little bit there's a lot more here. So uh, right before they do their first or right before they do their first dance for the Presidente of Brazil, Kelly asks Kenny, Do you remember all the choreography, Lenny? Kenny says, Yes, I think so. And then now we're in the rainforest. Kelly says, Benny, do you think we're gonna be okay? And Kenny says, Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. Kelly says, That's good. Can I tell you something? And Kenny says, okay. Kelly says, I think I like you. Kenny goes, really? And Kelly goes, yeah, I mean, I think we communicate really well. Kelly, and Kenny goes, oh, that's great. And Kelly goes, no, that's, that's not good. And Kenny's like, no, that's not good. And she says, no, see, if I start to like you too much, and she goes on about you know, being cross-country and blah, 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 blah. So I can't have feeling for you. I can't, Lenny. And he just, she just walks away, and Kenny's pissed. Ah! Uh, later on, now they're still in the rainforest wandering, and Kelly's like, I want to go home. I hate the rainforest. And Kenny says, oh, there, nothing to be afraid of, dear. And Kelly says, oh, Lenny, hold me. No, I can't get attached. Oh, yes, but I do like you. And Kenny's like, well, I like you. And Kelly says, oh, God, but you're only going to leave me. And Kenny says, oh, God damn it. And Kelly's like, <laughs> okay, Benny. So in order for our long okay. relationship... Like later on now, Kelly says, okay, Benny, so in order for our long-distance relationship to work, we'll have to call each other every night. And Kenny's like, okay, I could do that. And then lightning strikes, knocking, you know, Kenny dead. And then uh, <laughs> Kelly's like, oh, Lenny, no! And then, like, this is great. And we're, we'll go ahead and talk about it now, just because it's a great point. Stan goes, oh, my God, they killed Kenny! And Kyle's like, you bastards! And then Kelly looks at him and goes, what? Who? Who killed them? And, and then they're all confused. Like, <laughs> they did. Uh, they, they did. And Kelly's like, who's they? And Stan's like, you, you know, they. And Kyle's like, they're, they're bastards? And Kelly's like, <laughs> well, don't you stand there. Help them. And Kyle's like, what? what? Stan's like, help them. And she revives Kenny. And he comes back to life. So, whoa, dude. <laughs> that was a lot of uh, Kenny's uh, information there. But... That's what Kenny, Kenny said. <laughs> All right, let's now jump into the episode more further. I guess you might say, Scoop, now that we've gone over, what did Kenny say? <laughs> so as we mentioned, they're in the classroom, and she's explaining to the boys the choir initiative, and that is to bring awareness to the rainforest. And to, uh, you know, sh- shut down any uh, evil construction or corporate America from coming in and taking over, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> now, Cartman initially doubts whether or not Kyle is suitable for the person, for the choir, due to his usual bigotry. But, I mean, it's going to end up being correct in this situation. Apparently against Jews by claiming that Jewish people don't have any rhythm at all. Uh, Kyle and Rich do. <laughs> Kyle and Rich. Kyle in return yells, shut up, fat ass. And Cartman, Stan simply uh, refers to the fact that choirs suck. Uh, Mr. Garrison rebukes for the boys uh, for their poor behavior, but Cartman still refers to uh, information packets as toilet paper because the choir lady's like, oh, okay, well, I'll go ahead and I'll leave some information packets at the front of this class. And Cartman's like, that's good. We need more toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> So Mr. Garrison has no choice but to send the boys to Mackie's office. I'll leave information packets up front. Oh, that's good. We need some more toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it! 
So we go to Mr. Mackey's office now. This is where we finally get some uh, real introduction more of Craig. Uh, you know, we've kind of seen Craig in the past and he had a couple lines, but he actually has more lines in this situation as Mr. Mackey is speaking with Craig, who's he's in there because he's been flipping people off. And we find out that Craig likes to just flip people off whenever he feels like it. Like Mr. Mackey's like sitting there talking. He's like, now you got to understand, Craig, that you can't just do, hey, you flipped me off. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You just gave me the bird. Yeah, you did it again. <laughs> so we find out that Craig likes to flip people off. Um, so as, <laughs> as 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 Craig leaves, you know he's he's walking out of the room now because like uh, Mr. Mag is like, oh, we could do this all day. You go way out back out in the waiting room. So now we get an idea of why Craig is always sitting there outside Mr. Mackey's office in the waiting room because he's flipping people off. Now I think we're gonna eventually find out later on, man, that. Craig is that way because he's trying to deal with his own sexual identity. That's right. Tweaking Craig. Which we'll see. Tweaking that Craig. We actually will get Tweak versus Craig first this season. People don't people forget that Tweaking Craig actually fought first in season three. That's what we're gonna get this season. That's right. We're also gonna get this season, right? No, we're also gonna get this season. In between episodes, so I believe it's episode six or seven, which is Jackophosaurus. And then following Jack Offasaurus is Tweak versus Craig. Oh, God, I hate that. I like me, man. People are going to hate us for that episode. I'm going to suck. Jack Offasaurus. Um, I like. Anyway, so Jack Offasaurus. <laughs> Um, so after Jack Offasaurus is Tweak versus Craig, and then after Tweak versus Craig is Sexual Harassment Panda. Um, now between no, those, but yeah, from my own research and my own recollection as well, between Jack Offasaurus and Sexual Harassment Panda, that's when the movie comes out, and that's when we are going to be doing a crossover episode with another podcast, a film podcast called The Film Frequency. Where we will be reviewing the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Boom, boom. Anyway, oh, so look out for that this season. On uh, we... we're going to review the whole movie with them. Yeah. Dude, I'm excited. The crossover, the mashup <laughs> of the century. Film frequency podcast. Yeah, their their podcast focuses solely on reviewing movies. So we'll be reviewing the movie with them. They haven't reviewed it either. So and they don't watch like South Park like religiously as well. So it'll be good to like review it with people who don't watch South Park as much as we do, so we can get their take on more of like their understanding of like the satire and comedy. And does it right. reach the casual fan in that instance? You know, so it'll be a good idea. But back to this episode now. The boys are now entering Mr. Mackey's office as Craig is leaving and Craig flips them off. And Carmen's like, hey, don't flip me at Craig. <laughs> so he flips them <laughs> off. <laughs> and then uh, they walk in and uh, they sit down and Mr. Mackey reads over why Mr. Garrison sends him. Even Mr. Garrison, though, says sent the boys for being rude to the choir teacher while delivering a stupid presentation. And so even Mr. Garrison acknowledges that the choir teacher stuff is dumb. But unfortunately, <laughs> Mr. Mackey is on the board of getting gay with kids. So he decides as punishment for the boys they're going to go to Costa Rica and they're going to learn about the rainforest. Now they're all upset except for Kenny. Kenny's like, woohoo! Because during the whole presentation, he was uh, 
I got I googling another girl in the choir who was there. So he's like, yeah, I get to go see this chick. And this episode, if you didn't catch it from our What Did Kenny Say segment there, really is an evolution of Ke- uh, Kenny in this episode where he's got a love interest. This is his first yeah. episode. Uh, let's character development. Let, let's deviate for a second here. Let's, 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 let's do some personal reflection, Scoop. Do you remember your first love at all? Like the first girl when you were younger, maybe just a cutesy little girl you, were, you liked or something like that? Yeah. I it was do. serious. Not like kindergarten, first grade bullshit. But like your first girlfriend you had. Yep. Okay. Well, not I without name. Was... You want to name her, or don't give her don't give her her last name away at least. Okay. Her name was Lauren. Okay. We dated, I think, for like two years. Wow. Yeah, I think my freshman and sophomore year in high school. I was still in New Jersey. Uh, I think, it, or it was my sophomore junior year. I'm not sure, but it was like my first real serious. Um. It was going good until near the end. Uh, I totally coped to the fact that I fucked up the relationship, and it didn't end well at all. <laughs> it didn't end well at all. Well, mine was—I uh, don't remember her name, to be honest. <laughs> and I, uh, if, she, if she ever listens to this, and she happens to come across, it, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't remember what her name was, and this—that sounds messed up. But I was in like. Because I've had a lot of, I've been with a lot of ladies since, and now I only really remember like sexual experiences versus like names. Of, <laughs> I remember names of all the girls I've hooked up with, but I don't because you know you don't want them coming back at you one day and be like, "I got a baby." I'm like, "Nah, bitch, I remember, <laughs> I remember." Matthew Tap pulled it out, went away, said, "Okay, no." So like, it ain't, it, it ain't happening, but. I, there was this girl in my first year. I mean, I had like little girlfriends all the way up, I would say, even from kindergarten up through sixth grade. But I think my first real relationship was probably in the seventh grade. I was dating a girl who was in the eighth grade. So, uh, and you know, it was good. It was a good relationship. The only reason why I ever ended is because, you know, she went off to high school and I moved away. And that's, you know, when you're a kid, sometimes things are out of your control. So, that, was, that you know, that was my first little love interest if you will because uh it was the first time i did uh more than just uh you know little pecks on the cheek a little bit more exploration with yourselves nothing like penetration but a little bit more exploration if you feels me ski 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 so the boys are punished now they're going to go back to the show or back to the episode here but little self-reflection there for you folks uh, as we can jump back into south park now, the children are now going to be forced to go to San Jose, Costa Rica. Uh, they're all getting ready to get on the bus. Like, uh, you know, Cartman is not happy about going. Stan's pissed that he's being made to go. Kyle's pissed. Stan's mom shared. And it's just like, me and your dad need some alone time. So, <laughs> so they're basically like, all right, free trip. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, that's how all the parents are really thinking here. Like, oh, you're going to take our kids to Costa Rica, the rainforest, for a, a week or however long it was. Cool. See ya. See ya. <laughs> Has your parents ever shipped you off, Scoop, to get rid of you for a little bit? Friend's house, family's house, so they can get some alone time? Did that happen in your home? Did you know that right now, bulldozers are tearing down thousands of acres of rainforest every day? Ah, oh, man, this is gonna suck donkey balls. Please don't make me go on a choir tour, Mom, please! Dan, you should be excited. I would love to see the rainforest. Besides, your dad and I need some time alone. No! Scoop. 
things real deeply here into the void of life. No, I don't think so. No? No. Okay, interesting. I don't know if I've ever gotten shipped off for like anything I did wrong. I know maybe I've been like sent to my grandparents' house for like the weekend or something like that so my parents can get some alone time. Like nothing serious. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we need some alone time. And your mom and the grandma, your mom, my mom's mom or my mom's, my dad's whatever. Be like, hey, we can take them for the weekend so you guys can have some you time. You know what I mean? Never had that. My parents didn't really do that until we were old enough that we could watch each other. Gotcha. Well, see, there was a nine-year difference, I guess, maybe with me and my sister. So, like, up until I was nine years old, my mom or dad could just leave me to the little boy <laughs> at grandma's house, right? Very easy, very simple. Then yeah. as I, then when I would be, like, 11 or 12, then, yeah, it would be I would be <laughs> watching my little sister <laughs> while my parents would go out or something, right? Or they would get a babysitter so I wouldn't have to stay home. Then I'd be like, all right, peace. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go chill, uh, but yeah, no, there was times where like I remember be like staying on my grandparents' house or whatever for the weekend, just so my parents could have some alone time. But nothing like they'd ship me off for a month or something like that, or send me across the world like that. I was pretty messed up. Like I don't know. You fucked up, boy. You getting shipped now? You're going to military school. Like I mean, <laughs> I mean, now, don't get me wrong. I I don't really. I'm pretty surface online and whatnot. But uh, you know, I was a little bit of a troublemaker as a kid, uh, so I was a little rambunctious and uh there was talks at one point and sent me off to some form of military school uh, fortunately i ended up doing jrotc in high school so i think that helped uh you know when you get beat the fuck out of by people like or just to do it you gotta shape up shape up mister anyway time to get your breeches on boy trying to get your breeches. well they were trying to get these boys to get their britches on scubas they're on their way to costa rica you know i gotta give south park credit you can legitimately drive to south america you know what i mean i don't know if i would ever do this but you can legitimately drive through mexico down through the panama canal through into costa rica so they they did it um um <laughs> uh, you know that was of course a, a very um sarcastic um diagram of how they traveled like they jumped awesome they jumped into like tijuana for some reason and then jumped (laughs) over the water (laughs) mexico and then all the way down i was like why didn't you just travel all the way down anyway so uh they they, as they're on their way to costa rica you know kenny is sitting next to kelly on the bus and uh kelly calls him lenny benny johnny and pretty much any other name that sounds similar to kenny because she's not sure what his real name is due to kenny's muffled speaking um, Mrs. Stevens tells Cartman that she plans on changing his negative attitude about the rainforest. Now, of course, knowing Cartman's reputation for bigotry in advance and uh, just knowing South Park, we, we knew going in that she was going to fail. Uh, now, they learn the choreography during the trip. Cartman's like, oh, kill me now. <laughs> They're about to learn the choreography. Now, they get to Costa Rica. Cartman finds out that Costa Rica is a very poor country. Like, he sticks his head out the window and he's like, Hey, why don't you get a job? <laughs> Just sit around. <laughs> and the teacher's like, you can't say things like that. Like, you gotta be fair with these people. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta be fair with these people, okay? Oh my god, dude, look how dirty and crappy everything is. Era, Costa Rica is a third world country. These people are much poorer than those in the U.S. Well, why the hell don't they get jobs? Hey, why don't you people quit slacking off and get a job? What's wrong with you? Go to college. Eric, sit down! Look, you gotta be friends with these people or they just slack off and be poor forever, right, Kenny? Hey, maybe that's it, Kenny. Maybe you're Costa Rican. That's why your family's so poor. 
and then there was like some Mexican, there's like some Costa Rican prostitutes, and Carmen's like, hey, check it out, guys, Costa Rican prostitutes, and he's like, come on, check it out, and everyone sticks their head out the window, looks, and the Costa Rican prostitute's like, why don't you take a picture or something, and then Carmen's like, okay, geek, <laughs> geek, takes <laughs> a mind picture anyway so sarcastic mind picture right uh anyway so mrs stevens manages to keep cartman's trouble mouth and making shut by promising him though some ice cream before they meet the president she's like for the love of god keep your mouth shut and i'll give you some ice cream and Cartman's like (laughs) (laughs) so the children meet the costa rican president um he doesn't understand english she's like gay and she's all trying to talk to him and when she's talking to him this is where she first introduces the head thing. Did you notice, like the head kink? Or shall we talk? And she was like, "Hello." <laughs> like for those watching on YouTube, I'm turning my head like all the way to the side. Like we are with the getting gay with kids about the rainforest. We're with getting gay. Anyways, hi, hi, hello. Like a like a. I guess you might say a modern day Karen who might do something like this now. I don't know if you saw like that creepy lady on t- on YouTube or something like that. She's asking the guy who's writing Black Lives Matter outside of his own apartment building instead of his own property. What are you doing? And, but she's got like her hand on her chin and she's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Nothing, Karen." Put my dick in my hand. What are you doing? Oh, shit. Anyway. So, <laughs> so they do a preview dance routine outside the Capitol building. And during which it's revealed that Kyle is off the beat. He cannot dance. Um, Mrs. Hey, Stevens. Yelled at. Awesome. This is, well, she, he doesn't get yelled at at first. First, she's like, uh, Kyle, you're all over the place. And Kyle's like, yeah. And Kyle's like, see, I tell you, you don't have any rhythm. And Kyle's like, shut up, fat ass. And then Stan's like, no, dude. I, I what if Jewish people really uh, don't have, oh no, what if you really don't? What if Cartman's right? What if you don't have any rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> and then it with that like suspenseful bump bump music, you know what I mean? Right. So they met the president, and the president informs them that Pablo or Paulo, I believe was his name. He's going to take them on a tour of the rainforest to see the wonders of the rainforest. You wonders of the rainforest. For those who don't know where that voice comes back from, that is from Chicken Lugger. Chicken Lugger. The wonders of the rainforest. Anyway, that's the call back to that. So they go on this tour, right? The children want to see these wonders, all of which Cartman, you know, he has to hit with the stick scoop to assert his authority. You women, like, first he hits a monkey, and then he hits a sloth, which is just doing nothing and smiling. Like, he just walks up and just beats the shit out of the sloth. The tour guide is like trying to prevent him from doing it. He's like, no, it's not bad. You women, back my So, you gotta be fair. We find out in this episode that Stan is afraid of snakes because the tour guide, or first they see what he believes is a snake. He's like, ah, a snake. And Kyle's like, no, dude, that's a twig. And then he's like, oh, oh, my God. He's like, no, dude, that's the same twig. (laughs) And then in this scene here, there's an actual snake, which Stan freaks out about. And the tour guide tries to explain to him, as long as you don't mess with the snake, it's not going to mess with you. Well, he was wrong because the snake snake attacks him. And eats him, which I don't get why he doesn't try and fight off the snake. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, initially, when he's got his, like, 
covering his head and he's wailing around. Why didn't he try pulling the snake off? Why didn't he try pulling out a machete? Why didn't anybody help him? <laughs> like, I'm just letting you, bro, let you know, bro, if a snake ever jumps on your fucking arm, bro, I'm attacking that snake. Don't worry. We're keeping you alive. You get me? Right? Like, I don't, so many times nothing fights back. It's like, what are you doing with your life, bro? Like, I had a con- I don't want to call out this person, and I'll tell you off air because you've probably met him or not. But, like, there was a person in our life that we know, and, like, they might be like, oh, I, I just don't feel like that my life is going to progress positively anymore. So I'm just going to be content in misery, and therefore I will elect myself to pass when it comes to time. You know what I mean? Like, somebody who is just, like, kind of given up. Like, I'm sure we've met people in our lives that are like that, you know what I mean? That we can right. talk about off air. But, like, like I don't get it, man. It's like, if you can do something or change something, then do it. Like, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But, like, I just, the acceptance of, like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and die. Like, I don't, I don't get that, bro. I don't like, get it either. Man, I'm ready to, I'm a warrior. You're a warrior. Let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> So now the Pablo guy is dead. The tour guide is killed, eaten alive by the man-eating coral snake is what it was called. Even though he again tried to be explained to it that they're more scared of us than we are of them. Carmen then infuriates the snake with his dick. He's like, that's a bad thing. And then he, he narrowly escapes the death. Um, now this accident. <laughs> so now the accident. So the accident leaves Mrs. Stevens and the children on their own in the jungle, totally scared. Kenny takes advantage of this by being supportive and protective to Kelly, which successfully earns her affection. However, in spite of this, the relationship wouldn't last long, according to Kelly, because they live on opposite sides of the country. Now, as they're walking along, you know, she is encountered by giant bugs that jump on the back of her backpack, that being Mrs. Stevens, the choir teacher. So she's starting to freak out. Everyone's starting to uh, is not like the rainforest. Now night falls, and they're hanging out in the middle of the night. Stan's like, I think I just saw Tony Danza. <laughs> Steven's like, no, you didn't. Me? Benny, will you hold my hand? I don't want to get emotionally attached, though. Oh, my God, dude. I just saw Tony Danza. No, you didn't just see Tony Danza, Stanley. Apparently, Tony Danza was there in the middle of the night. That's a little weird. Uh, apparently, he was there to get gay with kids. Uh, so on the next day, Mr. Mackey and the president of Costa Rica both discover that the choir group has never returned to the hotel. And then they become uh, you know, kind of concerned. Now, meanwhile, in the rainforest, a giant insect lands on Mrs. Stevens' back. Uh, painstakingly, she gets it off. Then they run into a group of revolutionaries who are, are trying to you know, fight the government. <laughs> and so she's like do you have a phone please we're trying to get out of here do you have a phone please he's like oh yes we have a phone with my 12 people in the hot hot tub and jacuzzi over there <laughs> and she's like look all we can give you is the gift of song and then like so they start singing and then he stops them in the middle of it and he's like look we're not getting any gay with kids and get the hell out of here before we kill you you americans are all the same you come here and you're big, you have your big houses and you just want to like save the rainforest because they got pretty flowers so just as he's about to fight the troops uh, or fight these uh, americans fight the classmates 
then some other people from the government show up and they start fighting as the kids in the choir scramble to get out of there. Um, so that was a pretty funny scene. Uh, the teacher even at one point says, was it because the Jewish boy was off rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was funny. She throws Kyle into the bus here. <laughs> now get out of here before we kill you. If it's because of the little Jewish boy's choreography... Hey! You white Americans make me sick. You waste food, oil, and everything else because you're so rich, and then you tell the rest of the world to save the rainforest because you like its pretty flowers. Uh, that was pretty good. Anyway, so uh, the group has continued to wander endlessly around the forest, and at this point, Carmen's like, you know what? Screw this stupid hippie activist. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> And she's like, Cartman, no, you, Eric, you come back. I'm the only adult here. And she, he's, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You hear me? Screw you guys. Yeah, I'm going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> so he leaves. And uh, as he left, he's continuing to walk away. And even Stan and Kyle, at one point, they're, walk, they're still following the teacher. They're like, maybe we should have gone with Cartman. And Kyle's like, yeah, dude, he was right once before. And uh, it was at this point, Cartman does stumble upon a construction group company who's demolishing the rainforest. And Cartman's like, I think uh, Americans. I think uh, I think Mr. Mr. My, my school got lost in the rainforest and I'm exhausted. And I have no food and I'm going to die from hunger. And he's like, holy crap, kid. Where's the rest of your uh, class? He's like, I'm exhausted. I'm going to die from food. So he pretends to faint and falls <laughs> He falls face forward, and like the guy's like, "Holy crap, dude! We gotta get this kid some food over here." And he and Cartman leans up and he goes, "Chicken wings." Chicken wings. <laughs> and the foreman goes, "Chicken wings." <laughs> and then Cartman goes, "Sweet and spicy." <laughs> food. I have to have food. Oh my god! Get this child some food quick. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Medium spicy. <laughs> oh my gosh! So. Now, back in San Jose with the concert about an hour away from starting, the kid's still not showing up. The president stalls for time about telling Pollock jokes. I guess there's a maybe a big uh, uh, rivalry between the Pollocks and the Spaniards, maybe? I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know the history on that, but maybe we can look more into that somewhere down the line. Now, meanwhile, Mrs. Stevens and the remaining children find the Yamagapa tribe, which is one of the, one of the kids wanted to see. And at first, they're like, oh, do not be afraid, Yamagapa tribe. We come in peace. We want to help save the rainforest. <laughs> they turn their spears sideways, and they're all of a sudden into, like, battle formation. And they're like, oh, shit, run! So they try oh, to run away. Shit, run! They get caught in some quicksand that's being captured and taken to the Yamagapa village where the Yamagapas plan to sacrifice Mrs. Stevens to this giant Yamagapa, which is ridiculous. And she's all dressed up in like a cheerleading outfit. So clearly the Yamagapa want to bang the the teacher as the kids are all tied up. And now all the children are like, fuck this place. We don't like the rainforest. (laughs) <laughs> so finally she's she's had enough she's getting pissed you know basically calling out the bullshit and it's at this point the construction workers finally show up they smash and demolish all the yamagapa all the big <laughs> the big one the small one smash the little buildings and uh the, you know she's like oh my gosh the teacher being uh, mrs steven's like how did you find us who you know who told you we we're here and then cartman shows out he's like who did you think it was going to be Merv Griffin? <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Cartman does save the day. 
And uh, he's also saved the planetarium episode. Let's not forget season two, ladies and gentlemen. So Cartman has been making, and he was right before. So Cartman has been saving the day. Don't, don't fault Cartman. So as they made, make their way back to San Jose, Kelly finally decides to come become Kenny's girlfriend, even if they have to live far away. And as we mentioned, Kenny is happy to hear, but just then he is struck and killed by lightning. Kyle and Stan says their usual lines. But Kelly's like, who, who, what do you mean? And the boys are all like, you know, them, they're bastards. <laughs> and she performed That's CPR good. and, uh, you know, Kenny is revived. Ah! Lenny, no! Oh my God, they killed Kenny. Kill bastards. What? Who? Who killed him? They did. Who's they? You know, they. They're, they're bastards. Well, don't just stand there and help him. What? Help him? And this is where we get to the conclusion of the episode with the group making it back to San Jose to perform their new song. As Mrs. Steven concludes that she hates the rainforest. Fuck the rainforest. So much so that they've changed the lyrics to the song. Now, this version rebukes the rainforest instead of praising it and is considered inspiring by some of the audience. At the end of the episode, a fictional public service message is shown, which tells the viewers that the multiple cancer-causing compounds come from the rainforest and that hundreds of people die as a result of it every year, urging the viewers to help destroy the rainforest around the world. And that was the end of the episode. Now, I'm going to sing this uh, uh, here. This was the lyrics to the end of the episode. I hope we don't get hit for copyright on YouTube, but I'm going to sing it anyway for the purposes of review. It goes, do, 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 wow. There's a place called the rainforest. It truly sucks ass. Let's all knock it down and get rid of it fast. You say to the rainforest, but what do you know? You've never been to the rainforest before. Getting gay with kids is here to tell you things that you might not like to hear. You only <laughs> fight these causes because caring sells. All of you activists can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> and then they end it with getting gay with kids is here to spread some cheer. Yeah, spread some cheer. It. Let's all knock it down the rainforest Cause it's totally gay It's totally gay Alright, so that is Season 3, Episode 1 Rainforest, Rainforest uh, The full, complete South Park episode So let's get into the underlying tones and trivia here First thing here Some of the choir members actually are going to return In subsequent episodes to become reoccurring background classmates, uh, that being Bradley Biggle, Bradley Biggle, uh, boy with the who's a boy with a red shirt and blue pants, uh, Millie Larson, and Heidi Turner, uh, who's actually shown with black hair for most of the episode, and who, who has normally has light brown hair, and then Esther and Sally Turner. So they're going to end up using a lot of these girls for pre uh, reg- for more episodes, like uh, when the girls versus boys episode, as well as uh, <laughs> does it does it sparkle? Yes, it sparkles. Um, sparkles. As, as well as one where the girls break up with all the boys in the later episodes. Uh, so yeah, they'll be back. Um, Craig Tucker, as we mentioned, speaks for the first time in this episode since he this was he he made his first appearance. In season one, episode one, uh, nine or ten, I'm sorry, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poop. Um, now, he had typically been a background character prior to this episode, but this episode explains the reason for him always being 
in Mr. Mackey's waiting room because he's flipping people off. And as we mentioned, that could be a result of his sexual identity or frustration at that age. Who knows? Um, now, this episode reveals that Stan is afraid of snakes. So that was interesting. <laughs> I forgot about that. Stan's afraid of snakes, yet he partook in the 4th of July snake thing. Is that interesting? Very interesting. So Cartman, who apparently or was the snakes for the Fourth of July snakes, did that become the subsequent uh, uh, psychological imprint in Stan's mind and make him afraid of snakes? Quite possibly. Is, is Stan afraid of snakes because he still has nightmares of that giant Fourth of July snake that they had to blow up with fireworks? I think so. Uh, Goddamn go. snakes. Cartman apparently believes people need to show nature who's boss, and he can be seen <laughs> whacking animals on the head with a stick while chastising them, including a coral snake, <laughs> including a coral snake who had just eaten and, cri- and uh, crapped out their tour guide, a three-toed sloth, and a squirrel monkey. Uh, the snake, however, is angered by Cartman smacking, and it hisses and chases Cartman away. <laughs> Kyle does admit in this episode that Cartman has been right once before. Now, here's a good one we can kind of get into, and I, I save this as the last underlying tone. Destruction of the fourth wall in this episode. As we mentioned, after Stan and Kyle say their catchphrases, uh, you know, uh, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. Kelly says, who's they? And they ironically say, uh, you know, they, they, they killed Kenny. Uh, this is kind of, I, I think, kind of revealing as it's more aimed at Matt Stone and Trey Partner as technically they are the ones that kill Kenny every episode. So they definitely kind of break down the wall here in this segment. What do you think? A little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe. Maybe. Interesting. All right. So here's some references to some pop culture. Uh, as we, uh, you, If you haven't noticed, this episode is definitely a commentary on people blindly joining environmental groups often taking huge stances to preserve areas without ever taking the time to try and live there. It was also formed based on Trey Parker's own personal opinion of the rainforest and Costa Rica after a visit there. So that's interesting. Um, I'm sure that you've probably met people in your life, Scoop, uh, whether now or later, that are very vocal about a particular um, policy or... Uh, I don't know, moral, moral obligation or right or whatever it is. And some of them probably don't even know what they're supporting. Definitely don't know what they're supporting at all. They just see a key word and like, oh, <clears throat> I think that definitely now a lot of other people even more. I'm not saying that uh, I don't uh, condemn racism because we definitely do. But at the same time, I also think that not everybody is racist, so you can't just say everybody is racist, otherwise nothing's going to get done. So, like, just because one person agrees on a specific topic, that doesn't overall make them a racist in any type of race, whether you're black, white, Indian, Asian, Filipino, uh, Latin, African, Egyptian, Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese, Madagascarian. Russian, you know, whatever, Canadian, Iceland, Greenland, Sweden, Norway, England, France, French, 
South America, North America, seven continents, Australia. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what type of race you are in that instance. It's just, you know, you, you can't like really hate people for having different opinions as long as it's not hurting you. Now, obviously, if there are people out to get you and hurt you and it's affecting you, definitely, I get where you're coming from. And those people definitely have the right to speak up. Um, but this episode definitely kind of talks about more of the environmental aspect or in just general people finally jumping on and going out and joining these causes when realistically they have no idea what they're fighting for. No idea what they're fighting for. So now getting yeah, uh, getting gay is actually based on an, edu- an educational organization called Up With People. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Really? Like a little bit. Explain. <laughs> They kind of have a song that sounds just like getting gay with kids is here. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, that's ridiculous. I didn't realize this was real. <laughs> wow, okay, well, good for South Park. Anyway, uh, yeah, so up with people, I guess. Uh, Mrs. Stevens, the choir teacher, was voiced as we mentioned by Jennifer Anderson during the, the, this episode. Of course, Anderson at the time was popular for being on the sitcom Friends. Um, did you ever like Friends? Did you get into that? A little bit. Like, I was never religious into it. Like, I was in the South Park or The Office. My parents were into it. I mean, they watched it when I was a kid, when it was on the air. You know what I mean? So, like, I remember when they used to watch it, brand new episodes. So, you'd, I might watch it with them. But it's not a show where, like, I'm actively going to go back and watch it now. Um, I don't watch a lot of shows. I actually read something somewhere. I mean, I don't know if this is true or not. But I read something somewhere that said people who watch shows over and over do so because it's like um, they can't handle stress maybe. Like that they like the comfortability of knowing what's going to happen versus uncertainty. Uh, and that doesn't necessarily – I'm saying that's not even a mental thing. I'm just saying like, – like I'm not saying you have to be bipolar or ADHD or a mental problem. I'm just talking about humans. You know what I'm saying as a society? Like if some humans find it comforting not to be able to have uh, that consistent rhythm and understand what's going to happen. But uh, me personally, the only show that I really ever watch religiously is South Park. Uh, anything else, I, I generally will watch a show once and then be done with it. Like I don't, I don't really go back and watch a lot of shows. And there's a couple of shows that I maybe I'll pick up every now and then. But it has to be a, a lot of it has to do with animation, like a lot of because they're like one-offs where you don't necessarily have to be like enveloped within a storyline to uh, understand what's going on. You know what I mean? You can just right. turn on an episode of Futurama and laugh and turn it off or. Right now, I'm rewatching Aqua Teen Hunger Force because I haven't watched that since the early 2000s. So you know what I mean? So when I was in high school. And that's, they're all on HBO. So I'm taking advantage of it. But other than that, I don't really don't watch a lot of shows religious. I don't like watch The Office over and over. Like I know a lot of people do on Netflix or Friends or uh, I'm sure Walking Dead or Breaking Bad or other shows. I'm rewatching Supernatural. <laughs> that's a big one supernatural i know a lot of people are that but you know what i also can't hate because i'll tell you because you and me both know this we'll watch dragon ball and dragon ball z over and over and over that's a great fucking show anyway so costa rica in this episode is depicted as a third world country and the episode they make it look like one however this is kind of inaccurate as it is ranked as number 54 as one of the most human developmental index, ranking it as an indeve- developing country. So it probably wouldn't be considered a third world. It'd probably be considered a more second world to first world. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, in, I mean, I, I guess in certain areas it would probably be considered third world. But let's be honest, man. Let's not fucking fool ourselves. This is America. There's parts of this country where it's third world. 
It's disgusting. Sure. You know what I mean? So people don't want to people want to play and pretend that America is some fucking great thing. And that's how they propagand it to the rest of the world. That's so much so that when people get over here, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not what that uh, movie said, or this is not what the the, the propaganda and the flyers and movies I watch said. You know what I mean? So it's just like shithole everywhere else, just like the rest of the world, man. But this is our shithole. So anyway. mm-hmm. My home. My So while in the woods during the thunderstorm, the group is visited briefly by actor Tony Danza. Now he was best known for his role on the sitcom Who's the Boss? And at the time of the episode, he was actually on the Tony Danza show. That was actually on air on CBS. I don't know if you ever watched that when you were a kid. Nope. Me neither. Uh, my parents were not CBS people, really. So we didn't watch a lot of CBS stuff. Uh, when talking to the soldiers to try and get food, Stan asked for a Taco Supreme. Uh, this was a common menu item at Taco Bell. <laughs> Tony Danza, that's who that is. Oh, right. Home McLeod said Tony Danza. Anyway. Uh, now, among the heads of victims uh, of the, what is it, the, I, I can't even remember how to pronounce this fucking name now, the Yanogapa. Yeah, the Yanogapa is a camera. So, or there's like, a, there's a camera there on one of the heads, I'm sorry, of the Yanogapa. Uh, now, this may be a reference to the Cruci- the Cannibal Holocaust, which is a 1980 exploitation t- film from Italy. Now, in the film, a group of documentary filmmakers go into South America searching for a proof that a lost cannibal tribe and terror- or terrorized the natives in order to get uh, sensational footage. They end up getting killed by the tribe they're looking for in the camera and the film cans on display around the village. So it never ends up coming to light, or at least it doesn't for a long time. Uh, the natives use the choir teacher as a sacrifice, kind of very reminiscent of how what happens in King Kong, if you will, as they're trying to sacrifice for Kong. Uh, when everyone is surprised that Eric Cartman helps rescue them, he angrily responds, "Did you expect me, Griffin?" <laughs> uh, Merv Griffin was alive from 1926 till 2007. She was the television host, singer, and media mogul, best known for his criticisms. I'm sorry, he is best known for his creation of Merv Griffin Productions. And there was another guest star, Toddy Walters. She did the voice of, Ke- of Kelly, um, and she was the voiceover actor. And the last thing here, controversy here, before we get into our top likes and dislikes. Despite this episode aired in 1999 in the United States, a few years later in Latin America, except in Brazil, in MTV Brazil, which it aired in 1999, the episode actually caused a bit of controversy in February 2007. Over the car- comments that Cartman made about Costa Rica, saying the city is quote it's it's like ass, and Holy the way the and the way the creators show the country full of prostitutes, shanty towns, and trash. The Costa Rican government was not uh, happy; they were not amused by this of uh, this episode. Uh, many activists have also condemned this episode saying that this has inspired many people to no longer care about the rainforest because, quote, it's just not worth it. So uh, a little bit of controversy there, Scoop. This episode caused some controversy. It might have been one of the first ever ones uh, actually to cause controversy within a country. You know what I'm saying? They were like, we don't like this episode. We don't like South Park. Do you think it was really controversial or do you think it was just South Park in general? Dude, Tony Walters is hot. Okay, well, that wasn't my question, but thanks. Uh, I don't know. Like, people are just too sensitive. <clears throat> Honestly, 
I I almost thought that some the cancel can cancel culture was gonna hit South Park and a couple other beloved things like it already has, and it's just. Dude, like, what the? Fuck? Well, you can't hit South Park when South Park makes fun of everything. That's the thing. It's like right. South Park doesn't just go after one. So even if one organization group tries to come after another one, then you've got another one who can all be there to defend it as well and be like, "Yo, dude, they fucking make fun of everything." Those guys grew up Mormon. They did a whole movie on making fun of themselves. They did a whole Broadway production, which is on tour about making fun of their religion. They make fun of everybody. In fact, the awesome. only real one. The only real ones they don't make fun of, you want to be real here, like even from a South Park standpoint, they haven't really ever made fun of too much of black people. Now, they've stereotyped some of the figures like maybe a Fat Abbott or like a Jesse Jackson or like a Don King or something like that. But they've never like plainly come out and be like, we don't, you know, they're making fun of black people. They made fun of people who just happen to be black. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. So like, like even then South Park toes the line. They're not stupid. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, hell, they make fun of Jewish people more than they actually would make fun of a black person on that show. So uh, I think that South Park is smart. They they understand what's going on in society, and they talk about current political events. And so I, I think it's unfair for there to be really any controversy when at the end of the day they end up like the characters who are against some of these things that should be you know, basic human rights. They end up getting screwed over. Like Cartman, whenever he's like against something that you know he should be for – by the end of the episode, you learned his, his lesson. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Anyway, that's the controversy there. That's our underlying tones and top trivia, guys. Let's go into uh, our top likes and dislikes, and we'll end the show. We kind of, of course, talked about it throughout the episode. Getting Gay with Kids song was the number one top liked. Uh, getting Gay with Kids is here. Um, number two, Cartman as a whole. His disdain for Brazil. As we mentioned there in the controversy and throughout the episode, we thought it was like, humorous because we like <laughs> – he's funny. It's a sex ass. Uh, <laughs> Kenny's first love interest, we liked that. That was his, This was his first episode really where he's kind of infatuated with a girl his own age. Um, Tony Danza. He was there in the middle of the night. Oh, shit, dude. Was that Tony Danza? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, number five, chicken wings. Chicken wings. I need some chicken wings. I, I, I need some chicken. Get those measures, chicken wings. Sweet spicy. Uh, when they're in the classroom at the beginning of the episode, and Mr. Garrison is yelling at the boys, but he ends everything with to the choir teacher. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and the number seven, Kyle's lack of rhythm. Uh, just his inability to have a lack of rhythm in this episode. However, Kyle will down the line get some rhythm. Kyle is going to be able to dance later on the line. He is able to dance in the uh, High School Musical episode uh, with all the rest of the boys. Well, that's because he's already freed himself and he's released his hair. So he's kind of gone through that transformation of accepting who he is. And I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, this was his first time that, or this was like the first time we actually see him dance, but he wasn't really a good dancer. But eventually, what I'm saying is, it, it seems like he's going to know how to dance. Like he's going right. to learn how to, how I to dance. You. I got you. And, you know what I'm saying? I mean, good, good for Kyle. You know good for Kyle. That's right. Good for Kyle. Good. That's right. Yeah, he also can dance if you yeah. think about it. He can dance in the next season as well in uh, 
with one of our favorite episodes, something you can do with your finger. <laughs> finger bang. <laughs> Bang bang. Finger bang. Finger bang. bang, bang. bang, bang. bang, bang. I'm yeah. going to finger bang bang you in my heart. Girl, you know you scratch your head and you pie in my heart. Anyway. Yeah, you got I have the greatest idea to make money ever. Hey, two man, Josh. So, yes, we'll get to that next season. But uh, that is our underlying tones and trivia, our top likes. Now we have one final question to wrap up this episode. Scoop, was this in your in Scoop? Oh, is it Scoop Style 20? What is the number? I'm going to put this at smack dab. Number either. Dude, you know what? We're going to go a step further. I'm going to I'm gonna figure it out where it's going to be, but this is definitely top five. Whoa, 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 whoa. Scoop, 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 scoop. Top, 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 top. Five, five, five. Oh, that's pretty cool. All right, this is your top. Yeah, five. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a top fifty for me. I'll oh, top fifty. Okay. top fifty. Okay, it broke the top fifty for me. Broke the top fifty. That's my... that's that's hard for your top man. You're, you are you are very mean with your top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have anything in your top. I think twenty. Top I think we got one. I think we got one top twenty. You got for one. Me. I'm one. pretty sure it was in season two. It was last season. We got one of my top twenties. I think it was previous. I think it was Planet Area made the top twenty. Ah, uh, yeah, that's uh, right. Just because but I was I so got, excited. All right, I'm going to say this. Allow me to say this. Go back and check out that review on our YouTube guys, <laughs> and on all podcast outlets. Uh, but yes, I do have a very high criteria to make it in. There is going to probably be another one in this season. That will make it season four is going to have a lot of top. I think it's going to have a couple ones because it's got finger bang, which I can already tell you is in my top 20 and Scott Tannerman uh, is must die is in that one. So that I can literally tell you is top five right now without even having to review it. Like I can just tell you that because like that's my favorite one of my favorite episodes at all time. So like it's coming. It's just the year the episode didn't have a lot of my top. Yeah, my next top 20 is going to be Tannerman and then there's nothing until season 10. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And and in top like no, top that's a 20 lot. fashion. That's a lie. Top you 20 have... fashion. Like top gonna... 20. Oh, There's going to be top lie. hundreds. That's a lie. I can already call bullshit on that right now. Season 8 episode 1 uh when they're playing with uh or something you can do or kids with weapons. Like for the oh, anime episode. Shit. God damn it. That's right. Eight. I don't I know. I thought that was 12. I thought that was season 12. So. Eight. Yeah. Good eight. times with weapons. That's what it is. That's the one. That was actually part of our first season's uh, early intros. Hey, hey, let's go kick ass, I do. Taisoki respects my moles. Don't respect my man. Let's fight in love. Let's fight in love. Anyway, you can go back and listen to season one episodes on our podcast. Shout out to Andrew Soto, who did a great cover of that song, which we did play on, I believe, one of our episodes. So you can sure go did. listen to that. Fuck um, yeah. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for another episode here. Take my mask. That sucks balls, Morty.
Ian, I was thinking, uh, not to break kayfabe or stooge off stuff here with the listeners, but uh, next week, rather than recording on our normal day, uh, I don't think that's going to be necessary because two days later, I'll be in the same state as you. What do you think? you want to just wait? Yeah, I think we'll just other? wait and we'll just record it together. Yeah. Because uh, then we'll record a bunch together. Like at that point, yeah. we'll, we're going to let the viewers know we're going to record like two or three, probably maybe, maybe four, who knows? But at mm-hmm. least two episodes mm-hmm. together. On location. I'd like to get three out of us, but who knows? We might get too high, and then we don't know what happens then. But at least we're going to get two out of this uh, sesh. Um, and yeah, we'll yeah. see you soon. So we'll have a couple episodes there. And uh, yeah, so uh, as far as our normal schedule, we won't be back recording on this time. You, the viewer, it's not even going to matter. It's just going to be like normal. This drops on Wednesday. Um, but yeah. Uh, as, on Wednesday, guys. As, we hope you enjoyed all of season two, which is out on our YouTube. The full playlist is up there right now, so go check it out. And uh, don't forget to check out season one. The full uh, audio episodes are available on our podcast networks. Just search suck my balls, as well as you can check out on Hacker Hameen and on Rat Salad Review. So, guys, thanks for another edition. This is episode number 33 in the books. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SuckMyBallsPod. <laughs> And that's it. You know what? You know what? Check my clear ammo bath. Check my There's a place called the rainforest that truly sucks ass. Let's knock it all down and get rid of it fast. You say save the rainforest, but what do you know? You've never been to the rainforest before. Getting gay with kids is here. To tell you things you might not like to hear. You only fight these causes cause caring cells. All you activists can go f*** yourselves. That was so inspiring. What a wonderful message. boys and girls. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics, a South Park podcast called Suck My Balls, The Infinite Fringe, a watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius Guitarist, The Timo Tolki Podcast, and The Great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Red ved juletid Ting tang ting nu til dig Omkring ham dannet sneen vid 
Hans stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et, der sejnede hans hest. Ching chang lu, ching chang lu, ching chang ching lu til dig. Den jomfru sad i højentårn. Ching chang ching lu til dig. Og ventede ham som til forn. Men natten gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til solopgang Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching lu til Den næste dag vi hed morgen rød Ching chang ching lu til de fandt den stakkels junker død Ching chang ching nu til Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching nu til Det var jo noget ved og noget Ching chang ching nu til For da han tøde blev han våd Ching chang ching nu til Men sådan kan det altså gå Når man går uden hue på Ching chang lu, ching chang lu Ching chang ching nu til Ching chang ching lu til dig Hun kastede sig fra tårnet ned Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ching chang lu, ching chang lu 